When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports with a podcast exclusive. That's right. Uh, I am back with my NFL quarterback rankings. And as I said in the last couple, I did a prelude to the rankings podcast. And I did a Tier 5. My quarterback rankings are broken into tiers. Uh, If this is the first time you have listened to Black and White Sports, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you go out, find our YouTube channel, and subscribe there as well. Uh, We talk about uh, a lot of issues on that channel. And we also have another sports channel on YouTube, Black and White Live. And... uh, you can subscribe to it as well. It is more of a stick-to-sports channel. In other words, if the uh, video from this audio was to end up on a channel, that's where it would go. It would go on Black and White Live, whereas, um, like I said, Black and White Sports is more of the controversial side of sports, calling out a lot of the uh, controversies that happen in sports. Now, uh, the way we will set this up, this is somewhat similar to what Chris Sims does in his QB countdown. However, uh, a couple of things that gr- greatly differ. I don't rank the top 40. I rank the quarterbacks that I believe will be the projected starters for their uh, respective NFL teams. So, if you have a quarterback on my list... Uh, then I think he's going to be the starter for that NFL team for the season. Meaning, if he was in a quarterback competition, it is my belief he's going to be the quarterback that will ultimately win the job. Now, obviously, a lot of these quarterbacks are not in competitions. Um, But as I covered in my prelude to the ranks, uh, where I talked about quarterbacks like Drew Locke, and just a spoiler alert, like Cam Newton um, and like Deshaun Watson, who are all left out of my actual rank, it's because I believe Mac Jones will beat out Cam Newton. I believe that Teddy Bridgewater will ultimately beat out Drew Locke. And I believe Deshaun Watson will ultimately end up suspended at the very least by Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner. So, Tyrod Taylor was in my QB ranks for Tier 5. Now, I have made a change. I I actually put Tier 4 out on Black and White Live about a month ago, and I'm re-recording this. And since I did that ranking, I actually made a change. Now, a lot of times what happens is I will do this ranking, and then I'll look at it, I'll set on it, uh, I watch a lot of tape. I have for years and years, 20 years, 25 years, uh, with quarterbacks, everything from arm angles to footwork. Um, I do take a little bit into account the team around them, how they might use them, um, who's their coach. And unlike Chris Sims, I absolutely weigh winning. Leadership and winning is a big deal to me. Um, I think to be a great quarterback, you have to be able to excel as a teammate, as a leader, as a franchise example. I do care about 
all of those things. Okay? And Tom Brady, for example, will literally influence teammates to take more uh, to take less money for his team to play with him. He's done it for years. And he, he brings out that motivation. Free agents want to play with Tom. Well, that's an unbelievable quality to have. The motivation to get players to come play with you because of the kind of leader, example, and winner that you are. Okay? Um, I think that matters. I do. Um, a lot of these rankings don't take things like that into account. They're just going to look at physical skill. They're going to look at their statistics. And they leave out a lot of that stuff. And sometimes I believe that that stuff outweighs physical attributes. I truly believe it. Okay, Tom Brady's never been the most gifted quarterback physically by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so that's just, I want some, um, some clarification. I'll probably go through that in most of these ranked videos because for many of you, this is the first time listening. Um, very quickly, just, to, just as a quick recap, it's been an unbelievable response to the growth of the podcast now, the podcast is essentially another way to consume black and white sports, the audio from our YouTube videos. Okay, a lot of people cannot watch YouTube at work, but, can, but they can download our, the episodes of our podcast. Now, will there be times when we will do very long videos more akin to a regular podcast? Uh, absolutely. There'll be times that me and Matrix will have a two-hour live stream on YouTube, and that audio goes on, on this podcast, okay? And there will also be a time where we will eventually get to doing that kind of thing probably three to four days a week. Uh, we have talked about the fact that um, we're both very close to going full-time on uh, across multi, uh, across social media. Um, we have been doing this forever now and still working full-time jobs, but we are finally at, the, at a point where essentially we are full-time now. Um, so that's the reason that there's been more episodes on the podcast pop up. There's been more time to work the podcast. We're both big believers in the podcast size uh, side of things, and we are looking at, I guess we have had 8,000 new plays in the last three weeks, which is obviously a record. Uh, we've had many more. We started as a YouTube channel, so the growth over there had a eight-month head start on the podcast side, really and truly. And it goes to show you right there with the kind of growth we've had in the last three weeks, we should have been uploading our audio from our videos this entire time uh, because there is absolutely a, a precedent for doing just that from a lot of creators. A lot of, a lot of people that listen to podcasts don't realize they're listening to the audio from YouTube. Pat McAfee does it. The Hodge twins, uh, they do it. Um, Haberman and Middlecoff, a good podcast I like to listen to. They put their YouTube audio on their podcast. And um, so uh, there's there's a absolute want to consume audio in short chunks, a la from our videos, or we put together the audio from all of our videos into one podcast, and we call it the best of every single day, in case you want to work while you're listening and you just want to put it on and let it play, that podcast is probably going to be, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, maybe even up to an hour long. Uh, so, and that's daily. Every morning I get up and I upload any of the last minute videos we did, or vid audio from our videos from the night before. And then I will turn around and, as I can, as we upload them to YouTube, I try to upload them as close as possible to real time to the podcast. And in some cases, 
um, the audio actually goes up before the video on YouTube. Uh, so that's that's that ha- that happens. Sometimes you will get a jump on the content before some of the people on YouTube will even get it. Uh, also, something we don't bring up a lot: uh, if you go through Anchor for your podcasting, you can support the channel directly through there for as low as ninety nine cents a month. Uh, it's by no means uh, uh, necessary. We do have some sponsors now: uh, Javi Coffee, My Patriot Supply, and uh, you will hear their audio come up periodically through uh, various videos that we are videos and and um, podcasts that we do. Uh, and they they now support us, and um, so it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Uh, it, it does cause some regret that we were not more active on the podcast when we started the the YouTube side uh, because the growth is somewhat comparable. It's, uh, it, it's it's been pretty amazing. We've we've essentially tripled more than tripled our subscriber base on podcast in the last three weeks, and uh, we have just blown the amount of plays out of the water, uh, out of the water. Uh, so it's been, you know, now we're getting plays in weeks way up in the thousands, uh, instead of in the hundreds. So it's, it's been an amazing thing to, to have happen. Uh, let's get to these quarterback ranks. We are in tier four right now. And, I had, like I said, I had made some changes from when I did this video. So you are getting the most updated version of the changes that have been made. Let's go with number 23. In case you're wondering, number 24, the last person in tier 5 was Ryan Fitzpatrick. The first person in tier 4, the first quarterback is... All right, guys, let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. I have been drinking Javi Coffee for the last couple of weeks. My friends at Javi Coffee sent me this sample here. And guys, I must say this tastes absolutely amazing. You guys know that I get up very, very early in the morning uh, to create content for you guys here on the channel. And coffee does get me going in the morning. And I must say, folks, that Javi Coffee will also save you a lot of money. This is a very, very good tasting coffee concentrate it would actually save you a lot of money on a monthly basis if you actually like to go out and go to your favorite coffee shop so javi coffee it's extremely smooth it's also low carb keto friendly you guys know that i am i am a keto eater i don't eat carbs and guys this this is very good it's actually low carb as well and check it out guys i'm actually going to send you guys a link here to where you can also get a 30-day or a 90-day supply of Javi Coffee. You can actually join uh, J- Javi Coffee here. You can get three bottles. And you can also get it refreshed every 30 days or every two weeks, just however you want to do it, guys. I mean, you won't regret this. It will save you a lot of money. And trust me, it tastes amazing. You can just mix whatever you want into it if you want. You can just fill up a cup of water here, as you can see, then put one teaspoon or two teaspoons into water and you just stir it up. And also you can add sugar, monk fruit, whatever, whipped cream, make iced coffee like I actually have here. I am a big, big fan of iced coffees in the morning. This is my go to drink. And this is a Javi coffee here. Man, this tastes so refreshing, guys. So refreshing. Check out the link in the pinned comment and the description as well. And sign up and get Javi Coffee today. Mac Jones, New England Patriots. That is me telling you that Cam Newton will lose that job ultimately to Mac Jones. There is just, and and Mac Jones is uh, uh, one of the rookies we cover a lot on Black and White Live, one of our YouTube channels. Uh, we're really tracking him. We're keeping up with what's going on with Tim Tebow. And generally speaking, that audio also always goes up on podcast. Uh, so, there is so much positive 
coming out of Patriots camp about Mac Jones. And uh, Mac Jones is – I know some people involved uh, with uh, Alabama football and the SEC. And um, uh, you're, you may be like, well, you've got – you've literally got Mac Jones five spots ahead of Tua. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. But one of the reasons is, plain and simple, when I talk to people about Mac Jones, they tell me straight up that they had known for a long time that he was a better quarterback than Tua Tonga-Vailoa. They have known that. Uh, we also heard that kind of feedback around the two wide receivers that came out of Alabama. Uh, they were asked, point blank, you know, and instead of giving a politically correct answer, they both chose Mac Jones over Tua, which is shocking that they did not try to answer that in such a way that would that would have a lot of shine on both quarterbacks in a more politically correct manner, but they didn't do it. They picked Mac Jones straight up. So he's a great leader. They love him in New England. They love him. Um I did a video the other day where uh, the Patriots are literally inside the building talking about the fact that they are joking about the fact that they may send the 49ers a thank you note for passing on Mac Jones. Now, there's a lot of things that me and Chris Sims don't agree on, but Mac Jones is one thing we both agree on. We're very high on Mac Jones, both of us. He has got 12 to 15-year starting NFL quarterback written all over him. And he's way more athletic than the narrative out there will lead you to believe. Uh, Does he run a 4-4? No, he doesn't. But he runs a 4-6-9. And you know who else runs 4-6-9s? NFL starting tight ends. Okay? Uh, So... He, he is not slow by any stretch of the imagination. He's not a running quarterback, but he has unbelievable pocket awareness. Uh, in other words, up, down, side to side in the pocket, the ability to feel the pressure coming along from the sides and float around in the pocket and then keep your eyes down the field, make the throw, hit the target, And you know who also does that incredibly well? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um, And Josh McDaniels is gushing over this guy right now. Okay? Um, It's kind of funny because there was some video that came out. uh, One of Mac Jones' pro days, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch attended from the Niners. And McDaniels and Bill Belichick attended from the Patriots. And Mac Jones overthrew a guy. Now, Mac Jones is incredibly accurate. He is probably the most uh, accurate quarterback that came out of this draft. He was 77% coming out of Alabama completion percentage. Well, he overthrew a ball. And there's a video of of the camera going on Bill Belichick and him shaking his head as if he was in disgust. And Bill Belichick was running a game on everybody. This was his quarterback the whole time. This was. And um, I think at one time it was Kyle Shanahan's quarterback, too. And I think he got talked out of it by Adam Peters and by John Lynch and by Jed York. I think this is the guy that Kyle wanted, regardless of what Kyle Shanahan is saying now. I think for the second time... He got talked out of the quarterback he wanted. He originally wanted to wait for Kirk Cousins, and I think he wanted to draft Mac Jones. And um, I think there were other things that influenced Kyle in that decision. Uh, I hate to say it from um, an optic standpoint that maybe the 49ers were going for something that that shouldn't influence your decision-making when it comes to drafting your NFL quarterbacks. Um, And eventually, I'll make that video, and it'll be a controversial video. 
It absolutely will. I'll probably put it on the main black and white sports channel. Uh, but I think the 49ers had a bit of a social agenda when it came to drafting, uh, Mac, uh, passing on Mac Jones and drafting Trey Lance. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, look, he's got really low bust potential. Okay, his margin to bust, be a bust, a career backup, is low. It's my belief he's going to be a 15-year pocket quarterback, a starter, okay? Now, is it possible that Mac Jones' ceiling is lower than, than, than the two quarterbacks ahead of him that were rookies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mac Jones may literally... Uh, he may end up performing the way that Kirk Cousins has performed. But the thing about it is, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I, he's he's pretty high on my list right now. Kirk Cousins has been a good quarterback uh, for three straight years. On the right team, it, with the right uh, setup around him, Kirk Cousins can win a Super Bowl. Okay. Derek Carr, if Derek Carr was a Patriot, Derek Carr would probably make the AFC Championship game every year. Plain and simple. With that kind of coaching and his accuracy, so much of NFL quarterbacking is where do you land, who is your coaching, and Mac Jones could not have landed in a better spot. Only Kyle Shanahan would have been a better choice there. Plain and simple. Only Kyle Shanahan would have been a better choice um, than Josh McDaniels. Maybe. Maybe. So that is number 23, Mac Jones. Let's move on in the list. Number 22, also a rookie, also a first-round selection, Zach Wilson, New York Jets. And, yeah, I've got him starting because, I mean, who else do they have, really? Uh, Sam Darnold is now playing uh, four. And I've got a little story around Sam Darnold because uh, Sam Darnold was actually ranked lower than I have him right now. But uh, I decided to sort of uh, uh, do some soul searching around Sam Darnold and these three rookies that are all huddled up right now. So with Zach Wilson, look, I think he's I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Uh, I think we're going we are going to see flashes, flashes around Zach Wilson this year. Uh, some things that will drop our jaws that are that's going to wow us as football fans. Uh, he's got a ton of potential with a high ceiling. I mean a very high ceiling. This kid, by the time it's said and done, you know, not to put this kind of pressure on him, but just from a pure talent standpoint, this kid has got Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers' talent. Um, when you heard that prior to the draft, uh, there wasn't that wasn't an exaggeration. This this kid makes off platform throws. Uh, with deadly accuracy, he's absolutely mobile in the pocket, in and out of the pocket. Uh, he can do some run design plays. Uh, he's not the biggest quarterback in the world, okay, uh, which could be of some concern. But he's, you know, he's up around that six one, six one and a half, six two range, okay. He he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. He seems to have just that right touch of cockiness that is going to allow him to handle the New York Jet Jets and the media and the scrutiny and the pressure. Because we, we know when he has three bad games, what's going to happen? The New York media will run wild with it. But he's intelligent. He's going to be really good in that uh, quarterback room. His teammates love him. And look, the, the things coming out, and this, 
This is what separated Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence. Coming out of those camps, coming out of mini camps, coming out of rookie camps, we heard a lot of, wow, holy cow, oh my God. These guys are unbelievable. We heard a lot of that coming out of these teams' camps. Whereas we just weren't hearing that with Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Let's be honest, we wasn't. We heard a lot of, well, they don't make the same mistake twice. But we haven't heard anything overwhelming come out about those two quarterbacks. And it has pretty much been primarily really, really good feedback. Good to great feedback on these three quarterbacks, these three rookies. And I've got them all together. Uh, Zach Wilson has got a massive ceiling. Now, the one thing I will admit that out of this the three quarterbacks in this group, I think Zach Wilson has some bust potential. Like some potential to go out there and just fall on his face. In other words, I don't think Zach Wilson is going to go out there and be Derek Carr. I just do not. Uh, I think it's more likely that Zach Wilson in the next two to three years is a top, let's say, eight quarterback in all of football. And, uh, or it's like, oh no, what have we done? I, I don't know that there's a lot of Zach Wilson's going to be a number 18 quarterback on my list two years from now. I just don't believe that. I think he's a lot of boom or bust, but he's mobile and he has a cannon. And think, frankly, coming in, if you compare somebody like him and Josh Allen, who, guys, you will find out Josh Allen is way up my list. If you compare these two, the fact is, because of things like accuracy and things like QB awareness, Zach Wilson is absolutely further along than, than Josh, Josh Allen was coming into the league. And I actually think his ceiling potentially could be higher than Josh Allen. Okay, look, I understand that's I understand that's a long shot, and there is one quarterback on my list that I think is unbelievable coming off of a rookie year. Uh, but I think, look, I believe the New York Jets have finally landed the guy. And I think they got, being a 49ers fan, they got Robert Sala as their head coach. This is as stable as I have seen the Jets since Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez first got drafted and there wasn't a lot of drama and we saw those two back-to-back AFC championship games out of the Jets. This is as stable as I've seen that organization since then. Okay. Uh, Which, let's be honest, in the last 30 years, that's two of the best years the Jets have ever had. Uh, Now... Rex Ryan was a firecracker, and that, you know, some could argue that didn't end well, obviously. And Mark Sanchez, which I think is one of the weirdest quarterback stories that has ever come out of the league, a guy comes in, goes to two straight AFC championship games, and is now out of football at 33 years old and was basically a backup two years later. Mark Sanchez is an odd, odd story. Okay, but when you compare somebody like Sanchez to these guys, I think all three of these guys are just at the time of the draft. Um, I liked Mark Sanchez, but there was some concern about Mark in the same way that I had concerns about Sam Darnold. Okay, I mean, coming out of UFC, Mark Sanchez was not Carson Palmer. Absolutely not. Okay, so Zach Wilson... I got him number 22. The only reason he's ahead of Mac Jones is I think his ceiling could be a little bit higher from a pure talent standpoint. 21. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. 
That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. I said they were grouped together. Trevor Lawrence, okay? Um, Look, we're coming into Trevor's rookie year. And Trevor could look up. I could at the end of his rookie year. It wouldn't shock me if Trevor Lawrence is in tier two next year when I do this countdown, this same ranking. Um, and unlike Mac Jones, where I kind of feel like Mac Jones has got very low bust potential. Well, I think I think Trevor Lawrence has very low bust potential as well. But I think his ceiling from a talent standpoint is higher than Mac Jones, okay? In other words, if Trevor Lawrence's floor is Kirk Cousins, then his ceiling is Peyton Manning. He could end up being all-time great, all-time great. But I do know one thing, provided Jacksonville doesn't mess it up, Jacksonville Jaguars has a quarterback for 15 years. They have a quarterback for 15 years. The quarterback situation in Jacksonville, provided they keep the pieces around him, provided they protect him, which is so important, and give him time to throw the ball and he doesn't get killed, a la David Carr, the the Jaguars officially have their quarterback situation covered. It's covered. He's a franchise quarterback. He, he does uh, remind me a little bit of Andrew Luck, uh, but he's not as nearly as thick as Andrew Luck. Uh, he's mobile, a lot like Andrew. He's pretty accurate, although Mac Jones, in my opinion, is more accurate than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but he's got a little bit of a stronger arm than uh, than Mac Jones, although it's not as strong as Zach Wilson's, okay? So you see where some things sort of start getting interchangeable among these rookies. Look, guys, we're going to look back and uh, – in a few years and we're going to be like wow that was a hell of a class because I think there are three potential 12 to 15 year starters that all went in the first round uh, much like the draft that Roethlisberger and Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers all came out of we're going to look back on this draft and to a certain extent last year's draft Joe Burrow and and Justin Herber they they look like 15 year starters Okay, so in, in two years' time, we're going to have an influx of five new quarterbacks that are going to carry this league for 15 years. And then you throw in Baker, you throw in Lamar. Although, I've, I've, got, I've still got worry about both of those guys. Number 20, number 20, Sam Darnold. And for full disclosure... I have been all over the place on Sam Darnold. I liked him coming out of the draft. Sam Darnold is like a, uh, you know, when you were in uh, grade school and you go to class, you get your report card, and you look down, and it has a freaking eye on it. It's got a freaking eye on it. Incomplete. That's what Sam Darnold is. Here we are. What, Sam Darnold's in going into what, his fourth or fifth year and Sam Darnold is incomplete. He's had a couple of flashes and here is how different I have been on Sam Darnold through this process of creating this ranking. Sam Darnold was almost in tier five. Okay, I've got him ranked 20 right now and he was almost at 24. Okay. And I'll just give you exactly what I literally got. My raw notes on Sam. 
he could have went in tier five. And he could end up being a total bust, an NFL bust by the end of this year. Or by next year's QB rank, he could be up in tier three. Okay, that's that's how much we don't know about Sam Darnold. It's it's crazy. I've never seen a team like the Jets, and we got to remember they had different management then. That didn't know what they were doing. They didn't protect Sam Darnold in the right manner out there. He was getting killed. He was throwing interceptions. That's a concern. He was turning the ball over too much. That's a concern. But he was constantly under pressure. And he was constantly under fire. And it makes you wonder, when he made the I'm seeing ghost comment, when he dropped back in the pocket and I'm seeing ghost, what that means is a quarterback is seeing pass rushers that don't exist. They're not there. They're literally not there. There's nobody rushing you right now, Sam Darnold. But he thought when he was in the pocket, he would see flashes of guys too close to him. So he'd throw the ball. Okay? So, and and we don't know how much... The reason I have Sam Darnold at 20, we just don't know after Adam Gase. Adam Gase is a dumpster fire. After Adam Gase... We just don't know about Sam Darnold. Adam Gates was a dumpster fire. Adam Gates would have never, ever gotten that job in Miami and never got that New York Jets job if it wasn't for Peyton Manning. And when you peel back the layers, Adam Gates took a Hall of Fame, all-time great, top five NFL quarterback of all time, And he did some stuff with him, and he won. But if it takes a quarterback of that level for your quarterback to be able to be competitive, a quarterback that is known to be a coach on the field and have some rare, really rare kind of personality that they say is almost just like Adam Gase's, and they happen to be best friends... You have no idea what Sam Darnold is right now. We have no clue. Um, Sam Darnold's got a solid arm. He's got a solid NFL throwing arm. But it's not great. Okay? Sam Darnold's uh, physical tools aren't great. Um, He's got to get better pocket awareness. He's got to. But all I am doing with Sam Darnold is giving giving him the benefit of the doubt that Sam Darnold is going to take his quarterback skills, okay, which let's say your physical skills are on a scale of 1 to 10. If you just take his quarterback's number 7 skills, 1 to 10, number 7, which is pretty good, and you drop him into a better situation like Carolina, And Carolina has immensely more weapons. Robbie Anderson's there. Him and Robbie Anderson showed what they flashed. They flashed real competent NFL offense between Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. Well, he's one of the wide receivers. DJ Moore, highly underrated wide receiver, is in Carolina. Christian McCaffrey, one of the top three best running backs in football, is in Carolina. If they can give Sam Darnold some protection, Sam Darnold may actually show he can be a franchise quarterback. And the only reason, the only reason, and I'll tell you, when I did this on video a month ago on Black and White Live, when I did this on YouTube, I had Sam Darnold actually ranked number 24. These three rookies were ahead of him. This was the biggest major change I made on this list from the time I did the video a month ago until two days ago preparing to do Tier 4 on podcast was I got to looking and I was like, I cannot put rookies ahead of this guy that has flashed. Uh, I just wasn't prepared to do that. A guy that, in my opinion, has got an incomplete right now but still has more quarterback experience in the NFL 
and has obviously flashed more times than three rookies that have not played yet. So I moved Darnold from, I moved him actually from 23 up to 20. So he's number 20 right now, Sam Darnold. Number 19, Carson Wentz. There was a time when Carson Wentz, I would have had him as a Tier 2 quarterback. A Tier 2 quarterback. We know Carson Wentz, I mean, physically, body-wise, talent, he's got he's got top 10 quarterback talent. His body is built like a top 10 quarterback. But we all know right now with Carson, you question his headspace. His headspace. Um, Carson almost won the MVP the year that the the uh, Eagles went to the Super Bowl and Nick Foles ultimately won the Super Bowl on behalf of the Eagles. Carson Wentz almost won the MVP in the NFL. If he would have stayed healthy and just finished the regular season, he would have been the National Football League MVP. And this is always controversial when I say this. I've said it in multiple videos. I've said it on live streams. All right, guys, let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. I have been drinking Javi Coffee for the last couple of weeks. My friends at Javi Coffee sent me this sample here. And guys, I must say this tastes absolutely amazing. You guys know that I get up very, very early in the morning uh, to create content for you guys here on the channel. And coffee does get me going in the morning. And I must say, folks, that Javi Coffee will also save you a lot of money. This is a very, very good tasting coffee concentrate. It would actually save you a lot of money on a monthly basis if you actually like to go out and go to your favorite coffee shop. So Javi Coffee is extremely smooth. It's also low carb, keto friendly. You guys know that I am I am a keto eater. I don't eat carbs. And guys, this this is very good. It's actually low carb as well. And check it out, guys. I'm actually going to send you guys a link here to where you can also get a 30 day or a 90 day supply of Javi coffee. You can actually join uh, J- Javi coffee here. You can get three bottles and you can also get it refreshed every 30 days or every two weeks. Just however you want to do it, guys. I mean, you won't regret this. It will save you a lot of money. And trust me, it tastes amazing. You can just mix whatever you want into it. If you want, you can just fill up a cup of water here, as you can see. Then put one teaspoon or two teaspoons into water and you just stir it up. And also you can add sugar, monk fruit, whatever, whipped cream, make iced coffee like I actually have here. I am a big, big fan of Iced coffees in the morning. This is my go-to drink. And this is a Javi coffee here. Man, this tastes so refreshing, guys. So refreshing. Check out the link in the pinned comment and the description as well. And sign up and get Javi coffee today. I think the Eagles blew this. I do. There was a lot of drama surrounding the Eagles. We found out that uh, the treatment of Doug Peterson from Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie wasn't great. Even though Doug Peterson won a freaking Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. But they were trying to micromanage their head coach. And some of that trickled down. And there became some infighting between Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. And then Jeffrey Lurie, and make no mistake, guys, Jeffrey Lurie pressured the Eagles coaching staff into starting Jalen Hurts and benching Carson Wentz. I think the Eagles have made a monstrous mistake, and I think they'll be drafting a quarterback next year, and I think Jalen Hurts is a backup in the NFL. He's on my list because he's going to win the job. But I think they're going to find out that Jalen is going to be somewhat of those, one of those mobile quarterbacks that flashed a little bit, and the league caught up to him very quickly, and he's going to be a backup. Okay. Um, I think Carson Wentz is in the perfect situation, reuniting with Frank Wright, 
I think Carson Wentz is poised to have a monstrous season and a monstrous leap in this list when we come into next year. I just could not bring myself to put Carson Wentz behind Sam Darnold or these three rookies or those other two rookies or Teddy Bridgewater or Daniel Jones or Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua. I was not putting Tyrod Taylor, Jameis Winston. I was not putting Carson Wentz behind those guys. Not a chance. Not a chance. He's got more talent. He's got more talent than all of them, except maybe in pure talent, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. No way in hell. You add in the fact that he almost won an MVP. I think the Eagles blew it here. And I think Carson Wentz, he could be a Tier 2 quarterback. He could be a Tier 2 quarterback by the time this season is over. And I can tell you right now, I don't think there's a chance in hell when we do this list next year, he's not at least a Tier 3 quarterback. The Colts stole this. Pairing him back up with Frank Wright, I think Carson Wentz will be the Colts quarterback for the next 10 years. I think he could win MVPs. I do. Um, I think this was a terrible decision by the Eagles. And uh, I think the Eagles are going to look terrible, and I think Howie Roseman is going to ultimately lose his general manager's job in Philadelphia because he chose to get rid of Carson Wentz. He will go down as, as the general manager that traded Carson Wentz. Look, I absolutely understand why Jared Goff got traded. In my opinion, Jared Goff's a bust, but not Carson Wentz. Bad move, bad move. So, I have Carson Wentz at number 19. Big, physical, tall, great arm, has some mobility. He's got to stay healthy. In much the same way that Jimmy Garoppolo has to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. He's got he's to gotta want to be coached by Frank Wright, which he loves, and they've got a great relationship. Watch out. Carson Wentz, huge year. I'm calling it right now. Right now, during this podcast, Carson Wentz will be the biggest jumper for next year's list. Number 18, and he was almost number 17. Um, in fact, I think he was, and I switched him around before I, I launched the list a month ago on Black and White Live. Like I said, this is the latest revision of the list. And this is going to get me a lot of hate because there are people out there that think this guy is, honest to God, they think he's top 10. And I really like this quarterback. And people are going to say, well, you're a hater. When I'm absolutely not a hater, I really like number 18, Baker Mayfield. I like Baker a lot, okay? I loved Baker Mayfield coming out of college, and I loved what Baker Mayfield did in the second half of last year. He looked like a MVP level quarterback, top five quarterback, the last half of last season. But I made a video where I said, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, when it comes time to give out those Carson Wentz, Jared Goff extensions, only give it to Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield there is no reason these franchises can't wait. Wait. Wait until the year's almost over and then give them the extension. Let them prove it another year. Let them prove it another year. Um, Baker has absolutely got Tier 2 or Tier 3 potential. Uh, I could understand an argument for putting Baker, I've got him at number 18, but I could understand an argument as high as, say, 13. 
Okay, I could understand that. Certainly as high as 15. I could understand that argument being made. Um, the one thing that um, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold have in common is um, they got stunted. Their growth at quarterback got stunted. Freddie Kitchens, a man that should have never been a head coach in the National Football League. No way. And it hurt. It hurt Baker Mayfield's growth. Okay. Now, some things that I don't love about Baker, he's only got a fair arm. Okay. He's only got a fair arm. Um, He's accurate, but he's not as accurate as he should be. He was deadly accurate in college. Baker's also not mobile. Now, a lot of people think Baker Mayfield's mobile. They think, oh, Baker Mayfield is a mobile quarterback. No. Baker Mayfield thinks he's mobile. But he's not. I can't tell you how many times he has, I've seen him roll out of a pocket and try to get away from a defensive end or try to get away from a linebacker, and Baker gets chased down. He is not a mobile quarterback. Baker Mayfield, you are not fast. I can't even say you are quick. You are not. You look like you are running, standing still out there sometimes. When you are rolling out, trying to get away from defenders, I swear you look like you should drop to the ground and just let them sack you a la Peyton Manning. You, you just look like you're running in molasses. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, also, Baker Mayfield's better without Odell Beckham. Without Odell Beckham clapping his hands and being a diva and wanting the ball, Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback and he spreads the ball around better. He's just a better player without o- Odell on the field. If I was Baker Mayfield behind the scenes, I'd be, I'd be stomping my feet for them to trade Odell or release him. He is much a much better when he's got his tight ends, when he's got his two running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and when he's got Jarvis Landry. He doesn't need Odell. Odell is a bad influence on the football field. And he gets injured too much. I like, I think, Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski, I think the Browns got the right coach. I do. Um... Baker Baker could look, I don't know that I could see Baker performing worse than he did this year. But am I sitting here thinking Baker's going to take a leap into my top 10? Probably not. Probably not because I don't think he's got some of the physical skills that some of the quarterbacks in my top 10 has. So I just don't know that he's ever there's got to be a lot of things right around Baker for Baker to win a Super Bowl, okay? And that's kind of how I broke these tears up, is how what do you need to win a Super Bowl? Can you win a Super Bowl? And in Tier 4, I've got you must have an excellent defense, a good running game, and a damn good head coach, which means... You're not carrying your team very much, okay? You're not going to load them on your back, okay? You've got to have weapons to throw to. You've got to have protection. And look, to a point, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate about a lot of these quarterbacks. But we also know there's some on this list that can flat put their team on their back and go out and win the damn game. And it seems like on their own, on their own. So, I'm going to have some Cleveland Brown fans furious. I've seen Browns fans that swear up and down. He's number eight in the league. And I'm just floored by that. I'm like, have you watched any of these other quarterbacks in football right now? Or are you just watching the Cleveland Browns? It's crazy. Number 17, Ben Roethlisberger. And this is so hard. Putting Ben Roethlisberger number 17 in the NFL, it's nuts. It's, it feels nuts. Because Ben Roethlisberger 
we know he's got a championship mindset. He's got championship intelligence. I literally have, he is a tier one quarterback from a mindset and from a championship pedigree mindset. He is a tier one quarterback. Ben is walking in the Hall of Fame. He's got a he's got a good arm, but you can tell he had a cannon. He has lost some stuff off that arm. And kind of in the same way we talked about Baker, Ben Roethlisberger used to be able to hold the ball and run out of the pocket and stay far enough ahead of defensive ends and linebackers to be able to throw the ball. We've all seen it. Ben throwing the ball with a guy hanging on to his legs. But he's too slow for that now. And now he's officially holding the ball too long. And he gets banged up all the time. And with Ben Roethlisberger, I feel like, literally, like the last four or five games of last season, I felt like Ben was one snap from being done forever. One wrong hit, or the elbows blown out, or the rotator cuffs gone. And I know he just had that elbow worked on. I get that. But Ben, it's weird because in an age where Drew Brees and Tom Brady has put it in our minds that it feels like these quarterbacks should play until they're 42 or 43, this is probably Ben's last year. And Ben's like, what, 38 years old? You first hear that and you think, well, he's got two more years left. Maybe three. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Ben doesn't have the, that kind of time left. He is much more uh, akin to Philip Rivers, who just retired at 39, I think, who had actually a pretty decent year. In case you're wondering, if, if Philip would have come back, you know, Philip would be right here in Tier 4, too. Okay. Um, it's a shame he never won a Super Bowl. He'll probably get in the Hall of Fame, but really Philip Rivers should be in the Hall of very, very damn good. Roethlisberger will walk straight in there. Okay. Uh, so, that's 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 where I have it. And Steeler fans going to be pissed. They're going to think, oh, well, Big Ben is still top ten. No, no. Your, your quarterback is almost a carcass out there. Uh, walking around throwing a football. Uh, it's At times, it was almost painful to watch Ben on the field. And that's not an insult. Ben is an all-time great. I've got Ben as probably a top 18 quarterback, maybe, to ever play the game. Top 20. Top 20, okay? In all time, that's pretty damn good. I really like Ben Roethlisberger. I always have. I always have. But this list is indicative of what we saw last year and what I think we're going to see this year. And their quarterback situation in in Steelers land is not good. It's not good. So, if this is the first time listening to our podcast, make sure you follow us. Google Podcast, iTunes Podcast, Apple. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple if you can. Uh, CastBox, Spotify, Anchor. We're on anywhere that good podcasts are available. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black and White Sports. Subscribe to our other sports YouTube channel, Black and White Live. And we've got a website, blackandwhitenetwork.com. And we talk about things that big tech doesn't want us to talk about. Don't forget... Black and white sports is established. We have literally had 36 million views on YouTube. We average somewhere between 3 and 8 million views a month on our main YouTube channel. We've got over 115,000 subscribers now. We are literally the number one independent conservative sports entity on YouTube. Arguably in the world, now that OutKick, the coverage, 
and Clay Travis sold to Fox News, really, we are the leading one in the world now. And we continue to grow. We continue to expand the new avenues. We've got the website. We've got multiple YouTube channels. And now we've got podcasts. All of our audio from our videos and our live streams go up right here on Black and White Sports. Plus, you will get this kind of exclusive content. I will put, I will do power rankings, NFL power rankings, top five teams every week. I'll do one before the season starts. I am planning the NFL over-unders, the betting over-unders for wins. How many teams will the Cleveland... How many wins will the Cleveland Browns have this year? Over, under, blah. What do you think? I am, I am preparing that right now, and I will do it based on probably conference, AFC and NFC. And, um, and there will be some times that myself and Matrix get on here together and just decide to talk sports for an hour. Okay? Uh, so there are some longer podcasts coming to this channel. This one is going to be close to an hour long by the time it's said and done. Peace. I'm out. Hit subscribe so you can get tier three. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.